It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hey, Heather. <laughs> hey, Dan. How are you? Yeah. Wow, what a journey. <laughs> Spontaneity. <laughs> Everyone, I'd love to, it's my pleasure to introduce Heather. Heather, <laughs> time for your elevator pitch. Give us 30 seconds. Who are you? Ah, awesome. Um, I'm an expert and a thought leader in health and well-being. Ooh. And I weave stories through my speaking to help people unravel their stories. Ooh, very mystical mm -hmm. and mysterious. That is I a little. Love, I love it. So in terms of forming a story around health and well-being, is this the stories we form about our connection to our own health and well-being? Or is this a general life story that then gets reflected in, in our health and well-being? Yeah, all of the above. All of the above. All of the above. Oh, you're just yeah. taking everything. You're just taking everything. Right now. Okay. Are you going to leave somebody else? Everyone's going to come up to the stage. I want to be in health. Sorry, Heather's got everything. You can, <laughs> you're not allowed any. <laughs> but it really is like the the stories. The stories we carry. Yeah. Are our own stories about what's going on, but it's mm -hmm. also we carry we carry everyone else's stories. So, so that's what I'm talking about. Right. So no, I don't have the I don't have the market on the stories. <laughs> all right, all right. So you've just got uh, uh, a stake in the sand. Is that what they call it? What do you yeah. Stake in the yeah. Sand? I, well, yeah. I've got a stake in the sand, or on the moon, or wherever you want. Okay, to put it. okay. Now we're getting intergalactic as well. <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> so tell us. Tell us more about your journey coming into health and well-being. Because a lot of people that get involved in health, um, some of my dearest friends that have, have come from a position where they had an experience where they overcame something with their health. And then yeah. that became um, the, the rocket fuel to empower them to go and share with other people that they can have better health and well-being. Is that, is that the road that you followed? Yeah, that, it is. But also, I'm for 40 years, I was a podiatrist. So yeah. I've been... I've been, been healing feet with heart and soul for over 40 years. I oh, had a business, wow. I had a clinic for 35 years and eight months. Wow. And I sold that um, February 2018. Okay. And now sort of taken a step into the um, unknown where I want to share my, my journey. So um, with that um with that journey, I had 25 years. Of, I had health problems as a kid, mm -hmm. and I spent most of my first two years in hospital. Wow. And then around the age of 10, then medications came in, so I had allergies and breathing problems with asthma. Yeah. About the age of 10, meds came in, and that changed my whole world and my whole life. Yeah. And I went on to become a world champion in lacrosse, beat the Americans in Philadelphia in 1986. Sorry about that. What? <laughs> what? A champion um, and then I went on. I had it. So a champion, entrepreneur, healer. Yeah. Thought leader. Yeah. Okay, carry on. And uh, um, yeah, share of stories. And then I, um, so I had a business. I'm a single mum with two kids. And then I went into really deep dark spiral of depression 
So I spent about 25 years fairly lost and in some fairly dark spaces. And Mm -hmm. much of the time, the consistent thing for me was thinking about suicide Mm -hmm. and really feeling into that. And it was just constantly there. Mm -hmm. And then about three years ago, um, I was in hospital. I've been hospitalised multiple times in psych in psych wards mm-hmm. on loads of medications. I'd had my, had ECT trying to shift this depression and, mm. and I'd take some meds and, and I'd feel like, oh, I'm back. Mm-hmm. And so I was so convinced that my mental health issues were just the brain chemistry that I couldn't get right. So I kept searching for meds, kept trying different opinions all the time. And then one day I'd spent four months in a psych ward and, and they said, you need to come down and have a meeting. So I walked in, there's this room, it's just windowless and just dead. Mm-hmm. And they said, pack your bags, you're leaving at 10, you're institutionalised, there's nothing we can do for you. Wow. And my whole world just like fell out because hospital was always my last resort anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my, like why do I? Like, what am I going to do now? Because mm. I can't seem to function in the real world. And yet at the same time, when I was in the real world, I was high functioning, mm-hmm. but an absolute mess inside. So this day they just sent me home and then I just, I went into an even deeper spiral of, of like, what am I doing? And, mm. and what I really look at is I was asking all these they're brilliant questions, but asking them from the wrong space, like, what am I doing? What is the point yeah. of life? Yeah, As opposed yeah. to being really curious, like, okay. what is the point of life? So and so it really shifted. Space. Pardon? Asking those good questions, for, but from a disempowered space. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And from yeah. that space, it just feels like there is no point and there is no, there is no escape and there is no way out. And it's mm. just dark and heavy and negative and, um, and yeah, in the last three years, I've shifted all that. So I don't take medication. I don't see a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I no longer have a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've written a book, sold my business, ended the relationship that wasn't working and mm-hmm. sort of got my, got my mojo back. Yeah, got your groove. I like it. I love the that dance. For those are listening and not watching this, Heather's doing the <laughs> shoulder dance. And I'm doing the groove. <laughs> yeah, so that's the that's the snapshot of um, that's the snapshot of Heather Joy Bassett. Wow! And you came through all of that, and the tools that got you to this empowered place of what you're sharing with people now as a thing leader. Yeah. I love yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, I. I you want to know my own? Pardon? I had my own tussle with the, with the black dog. Um, yeah. More so several years ago, but I would say that I definitely, because sometimes the, the shadow of the, the dog isn't there, but the shadow is still there. Right. Um, yeah. And so I did, although I didn't really have the, the, the deep darkness for many, many years, the shadows of it where you, you can slip over the, over the, over the cliff yeah. into it. I think yeah. those still come, but again, it is having the tools to deal with them, isn't it? Um, because sometimes it's, you get the magic, the magic, and then you, you just check out, it's done. But it's about being in a space where regardless of what comes, you yeah. are an empowered state to deal with it. 
So that yeah. you might come, you might have the dragon that you slayed 10 years ago, 20 years ago, five months ago, it might show back up, but it has no power yeah. over you in your new space, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. You got it. Yeah. I love that. I you love that. Yeah. If you had to, if you had to pick a moment in all of your life yeah. where you really felt that you made a choice or decision that pointed you in a, a more positive direction. Would you say that there was a, there was ever a, an instigator or a catalyst for that type of decision for you? There was a, there was a defining moment that shifted everything. That, well, there, there are two. Yeah. One, on the wheel of life balance, the, I, I first was introduced to that in my early 20s where it's yeah. like you would rate out of zero to 10 where you are in all these aspects of your life. And spirituality was one that was always zero because I was like, what is it? Yeah. It's like not religion, it's spirit. What, what is it? Mm -hmm. And I could, never find, I could never find that. And then one day I heard someone speak mm -hmm. and I was just like, oh, my goodness, there's spirituality wrapped up in this person speaking. He was... Mm -hmm. Deeply connected to himself, deeply connected to earth, deeply mm -hmm. connected to, I was just like, wow, I want that. Like that is missing in my life. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was like embodiment, connection, um, love. I was like, cool, I want that. So that was a really defining moment to go, I know what spirituality is. It resonates in my body. I don't know what it is, but. I know that. I know yeah. that that's missing. I want it. Yeah. And the next one was I'd been seeing a doctor for 20 years, just my, my GP. Yeah. And I told him a bit of a story of what was going on. And it was the first time that I'd been open with that story. And then he said to me, you're being bullied. And everything in my life just mapped out. And that had been going on for a couple of decades. And speaking my truth was that then allowed me to see a whole new perspective of everything that was going on in my life and where I wasn't speaking my truth. And I wasn't speaking my truth because I was trying to protect people. And I thought in protecting, I thought I was protecting them, but I wasn't because they were getting the ripples anyway. So the moment I spoke my truth and that somebody said that, it was just the facades, just the layers just started to fall away. And then it was like, ha. Huh. And, of course, the medications weren't going to fix my mental health issues. But electroconvulsive therapy was not, never going to fix it because I wasn't being true to me. I was lying to me, but I was lying to everyone else as well. So did, would you say then that the, finding authenticity, finding yeah. your truth, gave it you is my truth. to find your way back to health? Because yeah, health is absolutely. Just, um, homeostasis, isn't it? It's about being in balance. And we yeah. have different degrees of, uh, of homeostasis that we are falling, of homeostasis that we're not in. Yeah. But we can come back to a greater level of homeostasis. Mm that isn't just a physical because so many people don't realize that what will show up physically <laughs> can be emotion. It can be, yeah, it can be what you're eating, but it could also be what you're consuming energetically and in terms of information yeah. as well. Right. And it's finding yeah. that holistic rounded balance of getting the right environment, the right yeah. life partner. Uh, yeah, yeah. The right food and, 
drinks that are compatible with your biology, but also then even the right music, like the, the music yeah. you're listening to, there's so many different aspects yeah. to it. But I think even those people that capture all of that, they sometimes forget the dire, not the dire, the real importance of all of this being anchored and grounded on the foundation of being true to you. Yeah, right? totally, totally. Because wherever we're living a lie, it's going to show up somewhere. And for me, for me, life is about getting into flow and being able to flow, flow from things and having life flow, flow through me. And when you don't have a solid foundation of truth, when you when you're living a lie, mm -hmm. because not speaking your truth means you're living a lie. Mm -hmm. When you're living a lie, then you're shoving stuff down, mm -hmm. and it either implodes, which is where you get the sickness, or it explodes onto people, where mm -hmm. you know you shove it down and you can't keep it in any longer, and you explode. Yeah, yeah. and then you get hurt, but everyone gets hurt in the process. The pain spreads. Or, yeah, or you just shove it down and when you're not speaking your truth, when you're not living authentically, not being real, then it implodes and that's what was happening in me. It was just, it was killing me in, mm. in, multiple, in multiple ways. So mm. to speak your truth and to be true, to be authentic, whatever your version of those words is, then it unburdens your heart, it unburdens your soul, it starts to connect you with, your, with yourself, with the oneness of the universe. And from that space, again, then you can be deeply grounded and that's where you can build a really stable foundation. Yes. And the one I liken it to is an oak tree where I'm, I'm now really deeply rooted in the mother earth and the trunk solid and my branches can swing around and snap yeah. off and break. Yeah. But I'm solid, I'm grounded, I'm centred and, mm -hmm. and the black dog comes to say hello and it's like, hey. Yeah, what's up, dude? You know, yeah what's up you know have a seat on the back of the bus you're not yeah. driving anymore that's right that's right that's right and it's like you said yeah. um even the analogy used with the tree the branches might break or bend but because the trunk is still solid they'll grow right yeah and one thing i think yeah. people sometimes lose sight of is that branches fall off trees all the time that's a natural all thing the time. that's not so yeah. oh my branches broke what am i gonna do <laughs> like it's okay branches break yeah. A new one grows. That's part of nature, you know. And I think sometimes another thing that people do is they they lose sight of the fact that nature does have a natural way of doing things. And it's okay to let nature do its thing sometimes. Yeah. Um, like when people go against the cycle, sometimes they push down emotions that are trying to express themselves instead of yeah. letting the emotion be. Um, yeah but without being the emotion right so yeah you allow the emotion to be here and you be yeah. observing the emotion happening because emotions happening right i've been told this two or three times now let me see if i can get it right they happen <laughs> in waves of no more than 90 seconds so anything over that 90 seconds either you resisting the energy of the emotion or dwelling on the energy of the emotion but if you just let the emotion express itself and happen but stand back and observe it, then it can flow through you. And then it's yeah. not being pushed down. It's not being um, dwelt on and, and allowing you to have painful experiences tied to it over a period of time. You just allow yeah. it to be. Yeah. Just let it express instead of exactly the, the thing you were saying before, 
holding it down and then it ends up manifesting later in ill health um toxic relationships emotional baggage that weighs you down later on in life right yep totally you just nailed it all (laughs) you didn't even need me here you could have just said that (laughs) (laughs) can i space on the moon with you now do i yeah yeah you can you can Like SpaceX first class, I'm involved. What you diverting? What is your what are your thoughts on on Elon Musk? I like to ask yeah. questions sometimes. Oh, cool. Um, so here's here's one of my things. Mm-hmm. I've um, I'm really into speaking my truth and not making stuff up. Yeah. So I know very little about him. Okay. And when I look at, I've spent 25 years pretty much disconnected from most of the world. Mm-hmm. And then I've spent the last three years going from empty and hollow and disconnected and like, what is, what is the point of life to going, yeah, what is the point of life? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so, so when I look at people say, oh, what about this person and this person? I'm like, I know no, nothing. I know, I know nothing. So... <laughs> So yeah, I'm not going to make it up and say I have an opinion about something that I absolutely love that. My friend, um, who uh, we've actually I we've recorded with him, yes. Um, my friend Scott, in his book Finding Ugly, he talks about fishbowls. Yeah, and we all have our fishbowl, and our fishbowl is our immediate environment, that which affects us. And it's so refreshing yep. because very rarely do I come across people that genuinely have a very very clean fishbowl so it's like your fishbowl your immediate environment that which affects you you literally filtered it down to yeah he's he's a guy i know he's there and he does some stuff and there's a car yeah. and space whatever but it doesn't really affect my fishbowl here no i'm here with health and wellness and sharing my story yeah. and empowering people and being a thought leader and yeah. I let the other guys go and do what i do over there right yeah yeah totally i'm all what people always ask me about and and name dropping and things and i'm like cool i got no idea who you're even (laughs) talking about so you know it's like you've met them like that's that's great so i'm becoming more aware of more aware that one of one of my journeys also has been um to really take people at face value because like the exciting thing here, we we've, we've never chatted. In, no, we've, I've we've deliberately kept it that way because I wanted this we, completely spontaneous. We, yeah, we know nothing about each other. So, um, but energetically, you know, it's happening. And yeah. I remember one of the first jobs that I had. Um, I volunteered on a walking tour, and I would do the kitchen. So I was up cooking the meals and preparing. For people to go um it was silver service camping mm-hmm. and so it was really good and so a lot of people saw me as as the hired help and it would be really interesting because we would sit down for dinner and then um some people would have to talk to me because you know i'd be sitting next to them mm-hmm. and then they'd say oh so you know how long you've been how long you've been cooking and i'm like oh i just take time out of my business mm-hmm. and out of my sport and they're like what and i'm like Oh yeah, you know I've got my own business and I'm training. I'm training, going off to the World Cup in a few months' time. You know, yeah. and they're like, ah, oh. and then they'd want to know stuff about me, and it was like, yeah, too late. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you've uh, you've made your judgment, and that judgment put you in a yeah. bus. I suppose to that town over there where I am not. 
So yeah, yes. <laughs> and I, I do I do have a little more compassion and understanding, no, but I, I get it. I, I I volunteer at lots of things, and then you know you're seen as the hired help, and and it's like cool, you know. Um, so that the the name dropping and the who's who and whatever, yeah. it's like yeah, that's that's and cool. That They're doing their thing. To, that allows you to filter the authenticity of what you're allowing into your fishbowl into your environment, though, right? Because yeah, it almost means that. Only those that are authentically interested in your spirit and your energy end up being allowed to connect with it. Those that want to piggyback off of what they can glean from that get filtered out because they're not being authentic. It's almost like you're, you're sifting into your environment only that which is good. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, it's very hard for me to be around people that aren't authentic at the same time though i'm very aware everyone's on a journey yes no i'm not talking about we're not talking about judging yeah. people for where they are yeah we're talking yeah. about our ability to deal with people or to deal with yeah. energy not even the ability to deal with energy at the end of the day we are affected by our environment our reality yeah is an encoding of the input from our environment so it is important to to censor what comes into your environment and that's yeah. a very conscious thing and for some people who might question why their reality is exhibiting itself in a certain way or they're experiencing reality in a certain way if they were to take stock of the inputs they're allowing into their into themselves yeah. to express their reality including their environment the people they associate with the false conversations that they end up dipping themselves yeah. into they might actually end up realizing they have more power over those outputs yeah. in any way. So I well, that's yeah, totally. So when I look at in my business, one of the people that I had in my business was the person who was bullying me. Mm. Now I was the boss; I gave away my power. So there are two versions of it. One is that I was being bullied, mm -hmm. and when I take stock of it, it's like I actually gave away my power. Mm -hmm. And I outsourced my power. Mm -hmm. So I lost my voice in there. And then I was, I was part of creating a really toxic environment. But at mm -hmm. the time, I couldn't even see that. I couldn't feel that. I didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually, I was the owner. I was responsible. And yet, and to look back, uh, it was like, you know, it's horrifying that, that I had, because I'm so much heart that I created a space where I delegated, where I didn't delegate. I, people took responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't empowered. They became empowered. I became less empowered, even though it was my own space. Mm -hmm. But then, then my team actually were in that. And ultimately, it's my business and I was responsible for mm -hmm. it. And, and it was a really hard thing to look back and go, wow, you know, I, I really, really created this, I had to take my own responsibility mm -hmm. for other people. Then it's like, no, bullying is not acceptable. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. But I was party to that. I created that. And, and it was a, it was a really hard thing for me to stop and, and look and go, wow, you know, I, I'd not owned myself in that. I've not owned my truth in that. And then to find my way where, cool, I'm not doing that stuff. I'm not being in that space ever again where I can't speak my truth, where I give away and outsource my power um, and I make other people responsible for stuff that they're not responsible for. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a really big shift to, to take responsibility for ourselves yes. and then not to be responsible for how other people take us being responsible for us. You know, the amazing thing is that my, my Beyond Intention paradigm, which is the topic of my book uh, that comes out at the end of July, and also the subject... Which of- is very exciting. Hang on. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's 10 years in the making, basically. Um, the workshops that I do, um, the Day Beyond Intention workshops, are also around that. But I love that yep. I'm finding this common thread with the people I'm talking to, where they, they're basically, um, without me saying it, they're validating portions of the paradigm. Because step number one of the Beyond Intention paradigm is accept. And accepting yep. is accepting yourself for who you are as you are right now. Yep. Accepting your environment for what it is right now not necessarily being okay with it or uh, Mm. but just accepting it but accepting your responsibility for creating the environment that exists right now in its entirety every single thing that's showing up in your environment and then accepting your responsibility solely as the common denominator in all of the experiences before and as the only person with the power to shift change decide or continue on the path that you go from this moment going forward absolutely so, uh, that's the foundation point the power that comes from saying i own it in the words of chris gardner i drove me here but yep. i drive me where i'm going next regardless nice. of everything else because it, everything in our environment really is just it's just a reflection really yes there's so many theories that talk about hologram theory um uh, quantum physics is now talking about is it string theory that's talking about everything's just energy anyway and yeah experience it as a consciousness and so on and so forth and but even how like you said other people react to it to to your position it's not even their reactions that are most important to you it's how you receive process and make choices on the back of their reaction. So yeah. if you make an empowering decision, for example, to let go of someone from your business that's bullying you, and they decide mm. to get then going only matters if you allow that to affect you. Yeah. And one thing people do sometimes is they start making choices that are more about the instead of disempowerment and the sadness, the pain, the bullying that they're experiencing by making the choice to allow that yep. person to remain in their environment. Yeah, right? totally. Totally. And that was, that was my thing that I was more concerned. Mm-hmm. I was concerned about the other person and protecting yep. the other person. Mm-hmm. But in, in that, what it also taught my kid, like I, that wasn't a good thing to teach my children. Mm-hmm. I said, please don't speak of this. Mm-hmm. And I look back and go, Oh, like the, the, Ultimately, the lies that you don't even realise that you're saying mm-hmm. that are happening, lies. again, all because I'm, I think I'm protecting someone, mm-hmm. but everyone's getting, everyone's getting the ripples of that, of that mm-hmm. anyway. And, and so that, that taking the stand and, and speaking it, I mean, I'm very grateful that it happened because now I have the depth of wisdom of to understand it. Mm-hmm. I know how people get locked into those situations but again to be able to say like the most liberating thing was to actually own that huh 
one, I'm being bullied. Mm -hmm. Two, accept that I created that yep. and I'm not responsible for how the other person, how the other person receives that. Like, mm -hmm. mind you, I had, I had a whole lot of people who had to help me through that. Yeah, support. Because I will, you need support. Yeah. We often need you, support. You do. Absolutely. Because throughout that whole thing, like I was so convinced I was the bad guy. Mm -hmm. So convinced. Mm -hmm. I was just so conditioned that I was the bad guy and everything. Um, and then to have some support and go, have people look from the outside and go, well, actually, you know, you're responsible for some of it, but not all of it. It's like, what? What? Like, no, I'm the bad guy. It's like, no, 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 you're not. Mm -hmm. And it was, and, and again, it's a really big journey. So to be able to help people and even recognize, for me, I can recognize someone in, in any of the situations that I've been in, whether it's my mental health, yep. whether it's the bullying, mm -hmm. I can recognize it straight away, which is, which is, is cool because then I know that I can support people with that yep. sort of thing. But also my thing is just to have conversations and admit it. Mm -hmm. Like admit that I was responsible and I was part of that. And mm -hmm. so I love having conversations and, and speaking from that place of, for me, it's not even vulnerable anymore to speak about what happened in a way because it just is. Yeah. And people say, oh, that's, that's really vulnerable or that's really courageous. And it's like, it, it just is for me. There are so many things we don't talk about. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I talk about them because... I was stuck thinking I was the only person experiencing so many things mm -hmm. and then find out, ha, huh, welcome to the tribe. I'm just yeah. one of millions of people. Mm -hmm. Just not that many people are still talking about stuff. Yes. I think finding your tribe is one thing I've spoken about. I think I've spoken it, about it in a, a Q&A session on my podcast because I was okay. advising people that um, no matter where you are, in your life or what your dream is, um, what your journey is. We live in a world where even if there are only three people on the planet <laughs> that form your tribe, which can be a beautiful thing, yeah. you can find them, right? Yeah. No matter how yeah. quirky the yeah. situation, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. There are, you're not alone. No. And there is scope and possibility to connect with your child uh, and to find camaraderie because having a loving supporting environment includes having loving and supporting people. Like you said, having support. Yeah. Some people think that being empowered means that you don't need anyone. Oh no. <laughs> what it means is that you are not dependent on anyone. Yeah. Your journey yeah. towards empowered choices is simply enhanced by having a loving, supporting environment of people who you choose to yeah. you on that journey, to be part of that journey with you. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's really, 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 really cool that you've also tapped on the whole thing of finding something to celebrate in your situation. Finally, uh, finding the yeah. space to celebrate. I went through this, but yeah. because I went through this, I'm now empowered to do this. It's the same, same thing with me. Um, everything that my my decision to take the leap and do this thing full time of giving my 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 time my energy and my support to people living their own dream and finding their own purpose came from yeah. the moment when I was finally fully able to accept it. because sometimes you can pull something from a situation and say 
I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that. But then just like you talked about the, the, the gremlins of lies that we tell ourselves, there's gremlins of what we hide that we're not being yeah. grateful for. And in fact, yeah. we're resentful about. But the second yeah. we get past all of it, yeah, and not just a, a complete and utter acceptance, but complete and utter gratitude, even for the most completely, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not intuitive. Uh, I remember the word, it's coming to me now. It's there. I remember the word, but even those, those things that yeah. it just completely against the grain like how can you be yeah. grateful for that right yeah <laughs> the second that you can take those things and be yeah. grateful for them the power yeah. that opens up for you to make real massive transformative yeah. earth shattering go and sit on the moon changes that's <laughs> right it it really is so i've also had um a struggle with um i have a, an addictive brain mm -hmm. and um I was playing with the other day, like the, the gift of addiction mm -hmm. and, and it's like, that's a bit, that's a bit left field, like the yeah. gift of addiction. Yeah. I have an addictive personality. And mm -hmm. I was saying, I was saying that I have an addiction to alcohol and my daughter was like, no, you don't have a problem with alcohol. And my daughter's like, you don't have a problem with alcohol. You have a problem with addiction. And I was like, huh. Yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. And but I look at part of how I got to be a world champion was like I was addicted to throwing the ball on the garage. Yeah. Like for hours a day and hours a day and hours a day. It was like it was an addiction. I had to throw that ball on, on the garage wall. And then I look at, you know, I was I was addicted as a gym junkie. Mm -hmm. It was like work out in the morning, then go run my business, and then mm -hmm. I'd go to my training and then I'd go back to the gym at night. Mm -hmm. Another form of addiction. My business was my addiction. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, how do you get to have a, bi a business for 35 years? You've you mm -hmm. got to be fairly addicted to it. Yeah. And so when... Last two or three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, so when I look at it, <clears throat> um, you know, I've had, I have a problem with alcohol. Like, I can't have, I don't, I don't drink. I can't have one drink. I have one drink and then it's like, off yeah. I go. And, and um, you know, I've been there for where I'm drinking every single day mm -hmm. and every day I would tell myself I'm not going to drink. Mm -hmm. But that addiction, when I get beyond, like I'm really grateful for having mm -hmm. that addictive personality. Because you can um, be Yeah. And, and the more I understand it, it's like, you know, right now I'm addicted to transformational workshops. Well, that's not such a bad thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's, it's, we have a choice. <laughs> of how we take our experiences and our, our quirks, our isms, our traits, how we yeah. take them and then what we do with what we find. So yeah. you say, okay, I have an addictive personality. Okay, I now have the choice of what I'm gonna do with that. I can yeah. channel it into transformational workshops or I can channel it into crack cocaine. Like I, you have the choice of what you're gonna do with it. Yeah. But you're yeah. in an empowered position whereby you know that it exists. You yeah. know what the result's going to be. You know what your experience is going to be. It's just yeah. taking that and slotting it into an empowering path. Right? Yeah. And the, like so many things are made wrong. Mm -hmm. Like addiction is, is made wrong at a very 
young age. Mm -hmm. And we also, we get addicted to things that are not so healthy for us when we're disconnected from, from ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, there's, uh, again, there was, there was something else that was there. That even even depression, like it's made as wrong. Mm -hmm. That what if you know it, it is like it is like the seasons. We have spring, and then we have summer, and then we have mm -hmm. autumn and fall. And for people who are deeply reflective and deeply searching for what are for what are we doing, like that's made wrong, and it's made an illness. But what mm -hmm. if it wasn't actually made wrong, mm -hmm. and then you're taught to observe it, mm -hmm. and it's just like a part of. Because having a high is not a positive and the, and the lows are negative. Like mm -hmm. there's no negative and positive emotions. They're just emotions that, yeah. that we flow yeah. through. Mm -hmm. But as soon as we name them as being negative and we're having a, a bad day, like how can emo that emotion be bad and that one good, like sad, happy? It's all energy, but, right? Yeah, but they're pushed off there. And then when you're deeply reflective and going within, then it's made something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And then when you're, something's wrong, you've got to fix it. Then you feel bad for being wrong and having to fix something, which just makes the question more. That if it was like, cool, you know, I'm going into a deep reflective space um, and then having conversations about, about that and going, okay, you're safe in that deep reflective space? Yeah, cool. Well, you, you just go be deeply reflective. That's okay. We don't need to medicate you. We don't need to rescue you because there's nothing wrong. So, like, even if we started with that, and someone, and we got to say, you know, I, I'm deeply reflective, and I'm, I'm not sure of my purpose in life, and it's like, hey, cool, that's that's a really important thing to, to explore. Mm -hmm. Life would be so different yeah. if we weren't taught to shove down our emotions. When, like, I watch my grandson; he's 18 months, and he got up against the clenched his fist and his eyes were sparkling and he had so much energy and anger pouring through him. And I was like, wow, like mm -hmm. this is an energy. Mm -hmm. And normally it's like, don't get angry. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, like this is life force that I can see that we shut down. Mm -hmm. So he was there and I could feel his, his mum sort of starting to say, you know, don't be angry. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So we're on the couch, so I thumped the couch and mm -hmm. his eyes lit up some more with this anger yeah. that he doesn't even know what it is. No, he's, he's not labelled it yet. He's not labelled it. And so I hit the couch and he's looked and I've looked. So he's hit the couch and mm -hmm. I've hit the couch and he's hit the couch. And then he was just joyous. And mm -hmm. then the anger's, but yeah. the anger wasn't suppressed. No, he, he got to express it. Ah, oh, and like, just imagine how different, you know, I'm, if your child's really sad and again, you let him express it, it's gone. Mm -hmm. But it's like, don't, don't be angry. They don't know how to hold on to it. You know, it's 90 no. on the outside. It could only be 30 yeah. seconds. But if we give a yeah. safe space, a safe, loving space for emotions to be expressed, then it passes yeah. and you get on our day. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love that. I love that. Heather, if you had to leave the uh, the audience with one thing, one thing from your inspirational, moving, powerful life experience that it's been my honour to to speak to you about today, what, what what would you what would you peg 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 for them? Okay, the first thing would be stop, mm -hmm. listen to your thoughts, mm -hmm. feel feel 
what's happening to you yeah and find a safe space to speak your truth you know let's listen is the last step in the beyond intention paradigm you've actually gone through them today you've actually been a living you've got accept as we've discussed yep. clear is where you deal with the energy that comes off of acceptance and the energy yep. from the past so we clear it there yep. we use different yep. exercises whether it's tapping therapy for some might be might be required yep. Um, some it might be just be going for a run, listening to some music, giving the energy the chance to express itself and be. Then we yep. get grateful, introspect yeah. gratitude, and then we listen. Get the cool. feedback, see what gremlins are still there, go back to the beginning if we need to, with the eventual aim, that's why it's called beyond intention, of yep. getting into a situation where your life is an aware, a state of awareness of what's going on, and you're just now doing this in a natural feedback loop. Something comes up, you're aware of it, you accept it, you clear the energy, grateful and carry on. And that's then the, the life. Nah. The life. That's what beyond intention is about, stepping beyond it, getting beyond it. So it's just, it's very interesting. Beautiful. We've literally had nothing, nothing in terms of prep for this at all. <laughs> um, the book is not out yet, so you haven't read it. And you've ended up just basically... <laughs> I like that. And I like that you've got it all nicely packaged that you can hand it to someone and say, here. Yeah. Here's a way, here's a way to experience a life. Here's a way to explore life. And here, here here's some tools yeah. that you can have and that you're putting that out there to the world. And like, good on you and thank you for for creating that. And because I know when someone gets that book in their hands, mm -hmm. how it's going to open their perspective and, and open their heart and, and know that there's another way that they can, um, there's another way that they can experience life. So I'm really grateful that you put that out there. Thank you. I need to put, I need to put Australia on the, um, on the tour. We're working out a load of dates now. I'm just finalizing. I think tomorrow I'm going to be updating uh, the schedule because at the moment we've got New York, Chicago, Miami, Toronto, LA, and Mexico City. I think the six that we've got set because it's all across North America. I need, yeah, I need to get over to Australia. And then you need to come down under, yeah, to come to Melbourne. I need to get you on the stage with me for the workshop. Oh, I'd love that. We're going to work it out. We're going to work it out. But everyone, cool. it's been magical, worth every moment of the wait <laughs> getting to, to <laughs> So good. Totally worth it. Thank you so much. And thank you, thank to you. for listening. I'm sure you'd like to join me in thanking Heather for, for giving us her love, her energy, her wisdom and experience. Um, it's been my absolute pleasure. Um, Heather, how can people connect with you? Um, right now, Heather Joy Bassett on Facebook. Okay, well, we'll put a link to that underneath on the, uh, awesome. in the description. Uh, join us next week, guys, where we're going to have another um, another amazing guest. Uh, I say that every week, and, and it's happening. <laughs> um, this was fun. I like it. Um, <laughs> tune in on Fridays uh, to do it with Dan for the Q&A session with my dear friend, Emma. Um, yes. Tune in Thursdays as well for the motivational session with Jane Stoner from Success Boutique. Uh, 
Wow, I'm really, I'm really joyful right now. Thank you so much again. Um, what time is it there for you right now? Um, for me, it's around 6 p.m., I think. Okay, uh, so you go and have some dinner and enjoy your evening. And, yes, uh, I yeah, shall. Seriously, my absolute yeah. pleasure. Thank you so much. My pleasure too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel Magana. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content.